Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. From the After 9 Podcast Studios, this is After 9 with Scott and Kat. And welcome to another edition of After 9. It is Halloween weekend. I hate Halloween. Dave, you're a Halloween guy, right? Yeah, I don't mind Halloween. Yeah, I, I you like dress Halloween. up every year. You get into that shit. I have fun. Why? What's wrong with that? Nothing. No, I have no problem with other people doing it. I just don't want to be sucked down that rabbit hole. And Hold it on. seems like everybody tries to do it. Hold on, rabbit hole. What? Wait. What? What? What's the problem? What? What's? Why won't you? Everything partake? about Halloween. He hates everything about Halloween. Yeah, I don't want to dress up. I don't want that pressure. I don't want to have to spend money. I don't want to have to try and be someone that I'm not. I don't like what? any of it. What? I'm here for the girl sexy costumes, and that's it. That's all I want. Scott's looking for a sexy fire hydrant. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Hold that is a, that is an extreme take. Why? Like no one's forcing you to do anything particular. It's just you, about having some fun. You're the boss. Did you not sanction that little Halloween Zoom get together yesterday? Uh, yes, I did. Well, there's pressure right there. No, there's no if pressure. If I want to be part of the team, I got to be in a costume. No, you don't. Absolutely not. Let me tell you, though. Because you just go as an undercover cop. When Scott and I started at the radio station last year, he and I had no idea how much they love Halloween around here. They yeah. love Halloween. It's favorite favorite event of the year. Oh, my gosh. So I thought that morning we were doing the, the Halloween potluck last year, I thought, I don't think we really need a costume. Scott, it's fine. It says, like, dress up. But you don't have to dress up. Mm-hmm. Like, at the old station, we never dressed, like, barely dressed up and everything was fine you did a half-ass you know cat ears <laughs> yeah you know, yeah like, right. good job <laughs> somebody stopped by claire's Medi- and got a headband yeah there you and go. Like, there mediocre. We go. <laughs> just mediocre across the board is what you got so i figured the same and then we we were the literally definitely the only people that were not dressed up i did have i brought my cat ears thank goodness but scott i mean scott's like i feel like an asshole i'm like you should like look around <laughs> see everybody where my trauma comes from no that was the costume you were an asshole that's fine <laughs> That's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. You can take that costume off anytime. Do you take part in the potluck? If- I did bring in a great dish for yes. the potluck. Yeah. Yes. So if you're not partaking in the costume, let's say you just forgot to wear a costume and you come to work and everyone else is, is doing it. Do you avoid the potluck and say, ah, you know what? I didn't, I didn't dress up. I'm just going to take a step back here. Uh, and then on the flip side, as somebody who did dress up, Kat, do you feel pressure to ask the people who didn't dress up to come join. Be like, no, it's totally okay. It's fine. I mean, I don't think it's a big deal if you don't want to wear it. I, I have always said, and I'll stick with it no matter what the circumstance, you don't have to do something just because other people do it tradition-wise, right? Like, yeah. you don't need to have a big wedding just because everyone else is trying to have a big wedding. You don't need to celebrate Halloween traditionally if you don't want to celebrate it traditionally. So, uh, absolutely. As long as everyone's included, I'm okay with it. I don't really care. I think there's a big difference, though, between... Ah, I don't care, and I hate Halloween like Scott just I hate said. That's it. it, yeah. No, but I do. Like, I have a severe disdain yeah. for Halloween. Did you have, like, a traumatic experience as a kid? Did, like, did someone pants you while you were dressed as a, you know, a, a, a cat <laughs> yeah, or something? Tell like, us more. Yeah, what happened? Break it down for us. 
frankly, I don't think either of you are licensed psychologists, and I don't feel like I should have to answer that. <laughs> so that tells me, Kat, that there is a story there that, that we're, we're not going to get. I don't know. It's deeply suppressed in the my subconscious. <laughs> I'm sure there is a story. I don't remember the circumstances, but it wasn't good. And that was yeah. the year that Scott discovered Jack Daniels. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he never went back. And never went back. Uh, Can I ask you a constitutional question, both of you? Because I'd kind of like your take on this. I heard it come up yesterday during a discussion on the telly, and I'm curious to hear what you think. Because not only is this Halloween weekend, but it's the final weekend of campaigning south of the border. And somebody asked an interesting question yesterday. What happens if Joe Biden wins the election on Tuesday, but dies before he gets sworn in? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Really? Is that seriously a scenario people are, are, are talking about? It only matters because we are in the midst of a global pandemic and Joe's never had it. We don't know how Joe would do if he had COVID-19. Hell, it could be anything. It could be COVID. It could get plane crash. He could get run over by a bus. Who fucking knows? Why are you throwing that in the atmosphere? Like, oh, what a, what man, a, what a like, tossing from right Dude, field. it's Friday. <laughs> okay. Here's a question, though. So if that actually does happen, and you would probably know what actually... Wouldn't it be the Speaker of the House or something like that that, it, that would maybe temporarily hold that spot until maybe a re-election or something? Well, this is the thing. Nobody agrees on this. Some people have said, well, I mean, if he doesn't make it to Inauguration Day, i.e. he's been elected but hasn't been sworn in yet, Kamala Harris would be president of the United States and would go to the inauguration. Some people say, no, no, no. Vice president-elect only becomes president if the actual president becomes incapacitated. And if he's not sworn in, he's not the president. So they would actually, by some theories have to hold another election. Well, listen, I'm going to tell you exactly how it happens because I know exactly how it happens. Tell me. Let's say that your weird-ass premise, let's just play with that for a second. First of all, if he dies, that's on you, Scott. Yeah, right. I'm coming back to this. This exact (laughs) podcast will be put into the record. Um, Let's say that happens. Biden falls ill, gets, gets sick after the election, and dies beforehand. You will not know it. Kat will not know it. I will not know it. Not one single person on the planet will know it because the, Dem- the Democratic Party will do a whole weekend at Biden's with him. They'll parade him around. They'll put sunglasses on him. They'll make him a marionette until he gets sworn in and they'll move his jaw and everything. Yeah, I'm a president his now. His eyes Mer. are closed half the time anyway. Right? So, so they're going to do all of that. And then once he's sworn in, then they'll just you know, toss the body and say, all right, Kamala, you're up. <laughs> that's what's gonna happen that's exactly what's gonna happen that can we is, do a post-mortem uh, no. no no we can't <laughs> uh, can't do it no. you're nope. suggesting Religious a weekend reasons. at bernie's is what you're suggesting yeah, yeah. weekend at biden's, weekend at biden's. Yeah. <laughs> it'll be a hell of a party <laughs> who wins on tuesday both of you make a prediction um um who wins on tuesday um it's good it's gonna be f- it, there's gonna be a fight either way um, after the fact, mm-hmm. um, I'm going to say narrowly, uh, oh, honest to goodness, I, I don't know. I'm going to say narrowly Trump. Wow. I'm going flip. I'm going, it's going Biden, uh, but it will be contested. So I have a feeling that you'll get the results Tuesday night that um, he'll be declared the winner. However, you're going to get 
days and weeks of contesting of the Christmas. results. It'll be Christmas by the time they actually have a president in place. They're going to contest it until Biden dies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Biden's <laughs> die waiting. Yeah. He's going to be like, can I get in now or what? They're going to be like, uh, can you just hang on a bit? We got to recount Pennsylvania yeah. again. <laughs> again. Yeah. What? That's what Trump's hoping for. Let's just keep recounting until Biden dies. <laughs> right. That's probably what he's thinking. Yeah. Oh, that's um, horrible. That's the, honestly, I think that's what's going to happen on Tuesday. I don't think we're going to know anything on Tuesday. Well, yeah, I, yeah, I think yeah. I think that's my point. Is yeah. I think we'll we'll get the initial result, but then there's going to be all the arguing, and and it is just it is so split now, and it is one way or the other. There is nobody who wants to play in the middle ground anymore, and it's a shame. Um, mm-hmm. I even got some heat on a podcast from last week, which was kind of fun. I went back. Scott Scott's great at at just sort of needling a little bit and just going, yeah, you got. Uh, Somebody complained about you on the podcast. Like he's like like giddy about it, and I go, "Oh, really? What, what happened?" I'm like, "What did I say that was controversial?" Uh, do you remember how it was worded, Scott? Um, he just we were talking about the debate, and the person felt your comments were very linear. Yes. So I want to just say, first of all, you son of a bitch, whoever you are. No, uh, I'm kidding. I'll give you linear, linear you bastard. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think I think the comment was something along the lines of my um, my takeaway from the debate was very linear and i'm not a hundred percent sure what that implies i don't know if that's trying to say that that i missed some nuance or something like that which is totally okay and and this is where i want to have those healthy confident positive debates about who's you know who's telling the story and telling the truth and who's who's got a point and and it's okay to say one guy has a point and then the next time the other guy gets a point it doesn't always have to be one or the other bleed blue or bleed red all the way through every every step of the way now the one thing i did have a rebuttal to with with that comment was it became about my perception of what happened and all of a sudden i didn't get it ah so, well, yeah, I mean, if you disagree with somebody, then you're wrong. Well, that's it. If, <laughs> I, it yeah. if I disagree with somebody, it's because mm-hmm. I didn't get all of what they got. And you see, there's a, there's a deficiency in that argument because you're now saying, well, you didn't get it. That's why you think the way you think. Well, who's to say that? And that's dismissive. And that's not part of an open and uh, you know, free dialogue when it comes to this, this kind of stuff. Politics are going to be debated have been debated since the beginning of time and going to be debated till the end of time. Mm-hmm. That's just the way it is. But I, I think we miss that middle space where we can just have normal conversations where at the end of the day, we just, you, you believe what you believe. I believe what I believe, but I'm not going to kill you if you don't believe what I believe and how I believe it and got to the point that I got to. Right. And the same way that I got to yeah, that point. That was your takeaway. This is my takeaway. And, that's what, and we can all be friends. Yeah. And you know what? The truth is probably somewhere in the middle almost every time. Mm-hmm. So I'd like to kind of stay in the middle area. I don't want to be radical one way or the other. I think it's it's weird. It's a weird team sport. And it's just, it's kind of gross because this isn't people playing for the World Series. This isn't people playing for the Stanley Cup. This is this is real life. This right. affects people on an every single day basis. For sure. Yeah. So that's my take. That was my response to... Uh, to the comment that you got in. But it was nice to hear that uh, the person was a longtime listener, which is awesome, came on board and, and has been listening to the podcast lately. So that's awesome. And they were a listener from back in the day as well. So that, that's cool. cool. Uh, do you guys believe it when Adult Friend Finder claims they have 100 million users? What's no. Adult Friend Finder? As a dating Finder? site? No, I don't believe it. What no. is that? What is? Hold on. What's Adult Friend Finder? It's a dating app. Oh. I don't believe they got 100 million. Well, then no. again, there's a lot of desperate people out there that probably signed up for every dating site there is just hoping to find a match. I don't know. When they use the term users, is that maybe people that just clicked on it or Googled it included in that? Or is these are these straight up people who subscribed and put their name and information in the system? 
They say they have 100 million users worldwide. And the reason this comes up today is because Adult Friend Finder really wants people to go out and vote in America on Tuesday. And because they have a section specifically for swingers, they are targeting the swing states, the states that don't always vote Democrat or always vote Republican. So Florida, Georgia, Iowa, Maine, North Carolina, Ohio, Texas, Arizona, Michigan, Nebraska, Nevada, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin. If you are in one of those states, a swing state, you will get a free gold membership if you take a picture of your I voted sticker or you waiting in line to vote. That's too many steps. Isn't it? Like you just wanted to fuck somebody else's wife and now they want you to start taking pictures and shit like that just to get a a free membership? I I don't think so. I think that's a different dating site, but um, (laughs) the adult, I don't know. I, I, I think when it comes to the users and how many people are using it, most of those dating sites, don't they have like um like a free level where you can go and you get, you know, X number of people will show up in your, your searches or whatever. And then if you pay a premium, then you'll get you'll get the real people and you'll get the real connections and that kind of thing. So Not I wonder if they're bots. right. Yeah. So I wonder if they're just kind of counting all of that into one. And I, I don't know. I mean, I take a picture of my I voted sticker after standing in line and then I'm going to go to the website. I'm going to post it and for a membership. I don't know if I do that for a pizza, <laughs> let alone this. I don't know. It seems like too many steps. It's such a pet peeve of mine when businesses want to just dabble in politics so much. Like, just stick to what you do. You know, like, why do you need to? Why do you need to go this extra level? Like, why did Chick Fil A need to tell you what their political beliefs? Were? I don't like. I hate all of it. I hate all they of really stuff. screwed it up. Oh, you they know? totally did. I don't give a shit who you are. You know, like Snoop Dogg. Don't care who you vote for. Stop it. Yeah. Uh, you know, Lil Wayne. Like, nah, just, I don't, don't care. care. You know, I, I hate it. And now business and businesses get involved as well. I just hate that people. And I know it's always going to happen. It's never going to change. But I hate when they just try to dabble in there and then they're trying to make this site, which is not for. Should have nothing to do with it. Yeah. About it. It's dumb. You know, you're absolutely right. And that's a great example to bring up Chick-fil-A. What does one do if you really, truly do support the LGBTQ community, but you also like the chicken? Like, <laughs> fuck, they've made it a very unpopular opinion to say that Chick-fil-A is good. I want to tell anybody who will listen. Yeah, go there. Get the waffle fries. They're delicious. You, you take then, flack for that every time. Yeah. Every time somebody's like, oh, so I see you hate the gays. Whoa, no, I just like the chicken and the fries. That's all I meant by that. Enjoy your trans combo number two. Transphobic (laughs) combo number three, please. Like, yeah, yeah, I don't want to know what they think. I honestly don't. I don't care. Um, But yeah, I mean, the celebrity thing is one thing, but like Kat just mentioned, but the business side of it. Yeah. Why why are you mentioning that? And quite frankly, as somebody who is going to make a decision as to, you know, as a supporter, I, and if, if that company is telling me that they're not supportive of that, well, I don't want to give you my money. Sorry. Yeah, I don't and care that's what your product is. the best way to is. control it, right? Not to go out there and be like, you, did you say you like Chick-fil-A, you brick? Yeah. No, it's just don't, don't spend your money there. And let that, let, that honestly works way more in your favor, just your wallet. Well, like, Controlled by your wallet. So I have, a, I have a saying when it comes to, to radio, and I think it's actually, uh, it probably makes sense for, for this kind of situation too. The loudest form of protest is silence is if you don't like what you're hearing on the radio, the loudest way to mm-hmm. tell somebody that is to change the channel. Yeah. And when it comes to a business, you know, I don't know that you need to jump into cancel culture or you know, start banging the drum of, I will never use you. I mean, it's, it's mm-hmm. good to believe in something and to make a point um, and to stand up to something that you don't agree with. However, I think that it, as a person with money in my pocket, if I have to decide where I want to go and a business has outright told me that they're not supportive of something that I am supportive of, 
my silent protest is going to be not giving you my money. I don't know. But I just want the chicken sandwich and (laughs) not be opposed to LGBTQ rights. Yeah. There has to be a happy medium there or everybody's got to stop wondering what I'm having for lunch and what my feelings are. Eat the chicken and don't talk about it. Well, what happens? You walk out of a Chick-fil-A and people look at you like, oh. There's the racist chicken lover. You know, like, is that what happens? Is that what you're worried Enjoy about? Enjoy your lunch, you jerk. Yeah. Oh, anytime it comes up on the radio, inevitably someone will call or text into the radio show and say something stupid like, oh, how dare you support those monsters? It's not a political statement. They just have good chicken. Like, fuck. Well, I mean, this is the way I look at it. There's a lot of good chicken. There's a lot of good options. And, Dave, you know, I'll go don't somewhere even. else. Mary Brown's is just now. as good, isn't it, Scott? <laughs> Middle Mary Brown's? Yeah. No, it's not the same. And you're just being an antagonist, too. Listen, I, I, what do I have to like wear a pride flag while I walk in there just to make it very clear that even though I do support the LGBTQ community, I still want chicken from Chick-fil-A. There has to be a compromise here or everybody just stop caring what everybody else is eating. Yeah, uh, yeah. that's never going to happen, though. You know, yeah. that. no, that's true, too. Actually, you put pineapple on your pizza, you sick son of a bitch. <laughs> Yeah, I like pineapple on my pizza. What do you want? Yeah. That's <laughs> Dave what eats it with no meat and no cheese. Like, fuck, go after him. Yeah, I get. I put Daya cheese on my pizza, and people are like, that's not even cheese. And I'm like, that, right. that doesn't even melt. No, it doesn't. You know, it, it's so weird. It, it, I've, I've tried it before. It's not the taste I have a problem with. It's the texture of that. It, so the Daya cheese, I find when I put it on pizza, it, uh, it, it almost like melts to a cream. And it's like a, it's not, it's just, it's not like the same mm, cheese whiz pizza. Yeah. Yes. That's a great right? way to describe it. Yeah. The texture is like a hot cheese whiz. And that yeah. is a dreadful thing to Have think Have you about. ever had any of the fake cheese, Scott? And, and by the way, Dave is, is vegan. That's why, that's why he brought up the day of cheese. Have you ever tried it? No, never tried yeah. it. Okay. You know, I don't mind it, but when it is something like that, like I'll put on like tacos or something like that. And, and that is, it's good. I, I like it there because it's just sort of shredded cheese, cheddar like plasticky goodness. Uh, mm. well, no, because it, it's it, not that bad. it's made of it's cashew, not, isn't it? It's not that bad, actually. Yeah, it's not that bad. It's just it's the again, it's a little bit of a texture. It's again, if you compare it right and you can't compare apples to apples in that scenario, you got to kind of yeah, realize no. it's not exactly going to taste that way. Same with some of my keto stuff, right? It's not the same as eating sugar, yeah. but it'll do. It works, right? Well, that's it. I mean, whatever works for you, whatever makes the most sense, yeah. go for it. But yeah, the, the cheese thing is, um, I had I was on vacation last year and I had uh, I'd been vegan for about two months I think at that point and I had something uh, with dairy in it so it was like a dessert and I went you know what I'm gonna have some ice cream I was at a resort I went and had some chocolate ice cream and I had like just like a small like a scoop of chocolate ice cream and I thought my stomach was going to crawl out of my body and slap uh-huh. me in the face yep it was like what the hell are you doing? So it, it reminded me because the the book that I read that kind of got my head spinning about this stuff mentions how um, your body's not designed for it and you sort of build up a tolerance to pretty much everything after a while. And I think all humans are are lactose intolerant uh, by by design, but we have levels of of acceptance of of dairy so that can't be the first thing you eat the only thing you eat for the first months of your life is dairy but hang on a second though breast milk's not the same thing the, the breast you you need to step back and take a look at us the human race it really sometimes it grosses me out we are the only species on the planet that drinks the breast milk of an another species yeah that's we true drink cow's milk or goat's milk think about that and we're also the only... I don't want to think about that. Yeah, I like milk. But honestly, you are going to think about it, when and you, you are going to think hard. 
<laughs> when you do step back and realize that, it kind of, I personally don't drink milk. I don't like it, but that's just me. I, I, I Because I had a great conversation with someone. It was kind of like an aha moment of, mm-hmm. yeah, like what the hell? And there's a lot of different studies that also turn me off of it. And you can look them up for yourself, of course. I'm not going to spew it all out there, but I don't, I don't like the thought of that at all. Let me just preface this by saying, I am in no way, shape, or form trying to convince anybody of anything. You do what you want to do, boo. It's 100%. all you. No problem. Like, I am. You do you, boo, You do you, boo, boo. I am not judging Absolutely. you. It's all, it's all on you. If you want to do that, that's cool. I'm not one of the moral vegans who, you know, will stand outside your house with, with a sign telling you that you're, you're an animal murderer and that, look, do what you got to do. That, that's, that's your business. But I will say that um, the only mammals on the planet that drink milk outside of infancy are humans. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we, we n- don't need it. We don't need it. We don't need it. Nope. Ask your doctor if you need it. When was the last time you saw a full size giraffe walk up to another <laughs> giraffe and just say, give me one of them udders? You know, like I got to get some of that milk. Like when does that happen? No. First of all, I don't know if giraffe has udders or not, but it's the random yeah. animal that I picked. No, you're I think you may be mistaken there. But yeah. Anyway. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, whatever. But any, I pick an animal that has teats and, and, and none of the adults go up and say, can I get a sip of that? It's not <laughs> talked about. And I know the dairy industry and we do have dairy farmers that listen to this podcast. I know it. And we're not, please, please don't hate on us. Again, but not, not out of this. I never all. shit on them in the first place. <laughs> Scott's like, bring all the milk to my house. Give it to yeah, me. I'll take, it. I'll, I'll take the cheese. I'll bathe in it. I love me some cheese. <laughs> but no, I mean, really, when you stop and think about it, and you, you, it's amazing what we just put in our... And, and this goes across the board, generally speaking, about every food and every drink. It's amazing what we'll just shove in our pie holes without even looking it up, thinking about or thinking about it. We mm. don't even... It's not even a second thought. Other people are doing it. I'm doing it. Grocery shelf. Give me this. Give me that. We just put it in our bodies. We don't ask questions. So I just think... And that if you come up with the answer and the answer is I'm eating the same shit I ate yesterday, even knowing all this information, great. Sure. But take the time to think about it. Yeah, whatever. That's fine. Yeah. I feel bad for the dairy farmers, actually, because there's way too many people trying to cut into their good thing, like mm. the almond milk producers. You know, the dairy farmers must be like, hold on a second. We make milk. That's not milk. That's not milk. That's like me saying this podcast is the radio. It's kind of like the radio, but it's not the radio. The radio is free and it's in the air. It's so funny you say that because I've started recently trying oat milk. It seems like all the rage How lately. Is, oh, yeah. I saw that at like Tim Hortons offers it now or something. Yeah. Starbucks offers, offers Starbucks, it. Yeah. Um, it. It's uh, balls. No. <laughs> have you tried it? Yeah, I had a flat white with almond milk and and didn't even finish it. Um, that's almond milk. No, but oat milk. Oat He's milk. talking about oat, oat milk. milk. Have you oat had oat milk? milk? Sorry, I meant oat milk. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you, and you 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 really hated it that much, huh? Yeah, but it was also somewhat apple flavored too. It was on their what? fall menu. It was doing? like a flat white. What are you oat doing? Like I said, think about what you put in your mouth, Scott. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just give it a thought. I think this may be a user problem, not a product <laughs> problem. <laughs> You're just like, yeah, throw some apple in it. Sure, you have some hay. Can you step on the cup too? Uh, let's go for it. Um, no, I found the oat milk is a uh um it's a fairly neutral flavor but it is a little thicker so i i put it in uh in cereal so i put it in with like cheerios and i, I didn't really notice much of a difference mm. i find it, if it's not super cold though then i start to kind of feel the the density of it it, it is a little thicker um it's kind of like um soy milk okay i guess if you were to kind of compare yeah, it yeah. but it seems to be all the rage and people are looking for alternatives they're looking for sure. different ways to to, yeah. to go about it i just started the on the damia i'm into the macadamia one, which isn't too bad. How is that? Is, is, that, okay. is it nutty? I'm it depends what you the use macadamia. it with. You've changed. What a weird conversation. I know. Right? What, Scott's, like, I, Scott's like, can we end this shit right now? Is somebody Please? listening to this? Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> shit. After okay. nine, vegan edition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
Okay, uh, two stories I want to anyway. fit in here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you want to finish off your shit? No, God, story? no. It's fine. Oh, please, no, no. I actually want it. Can I please hear the nut story? I want to hear this. Oh, okay. So my... <laughs> I'm just kidding. Nuts. I don't want to hear it. No, I'm kidding. Go. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's nothing. Honestly, if you're into everything that Dave and I were talking about, I will throw out a great website where you can order all of these products and more. It's called Natural Market. I have nothing to do with Natural Market, but I order off there all the time. That's where I get my macadamia nut because inevitably people will ask us where we get our stuff. That's all. Okay, go ahead. Okay. It was a you know plug? I have a, hold I on a second. Have... Oh, that was a plug? It wasn't a plug. I felt like a plug. I wish it was a plug. They can give me things. That's fine. Scott, I'm waiting for Scott to jump in with an anyway. Go ahead, Scott. Do it. Do it. Anyway. We're done. We're um, done. Yeah. <laughs> the, my famous last words. Yeah. Anyway. Uh... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I do want to um, mention that one of my biggest pet peeves in life, and this comes up all the time on our radio show on 91.5 The Beat in Kitchener, is people who do something illegal to draw attention to the fact that they've done something illegal. It's like these assholes that are carrying like a car full of drugs and they get pulled over for speeding and then the cops discover all the drugs. And they're in 10 times more trouble because they couldn't just obey the speed limit with a car full of drugs. Drives me nuts. So, What part of it drives you nuts? That they've done something illegal to that draw attention stupid. to the fact that oh. they're doing something illegal. Oh, I get it. Okay, you just don't yeah. like that there's not much stupidity in one person. <laughs> it's just so stupid, it's right? Double, like, double if stupid. you've got a car full of drugs, do the speed limit, asshole. Yeah, yeah that's But fair. a slightly different version of that came up yesterday in York Region. They did a ton of raids, and they found uh, people growing weed that shouldn't be growing weed. They seized 29,000 pot plants and 1,800, yeah, 1800 kilograms of harvested cannabis, as well as guns, crossbows, and a stun gun. Okay, so these guys, they were up to no good, they were growing a lot of weed, and they probably got away with it for a long time. But when the cops went in there, they also found one of the locations had a whole ton of exotic animals. They had... Two zebras you protect and three. Your weed. <laughs> well, I don't know who protects their weed with two zebras and three <laughs> kangaroos. Yes. Zebras, I love it. You didn't think for just one second that while you were growing twenty nine thousand pot plants illegally, a red flag might get raised by some car driving by that sees a goddamn zebra in the field. You, They're you guys, not indigenous to Schaumburg. Well, listen, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Where did you get a zebra? I'm gonna, Where did you even get a zebra? I'm calling you out on ignorance right now because I'm sorry you don't understand the underworld security alpaca uh, business. It's huge. <laughs> it's huge. It's massive. <laughs> I love this. Where? No, seriously, did they say where they got the zebras? Like, they must be trying to track that down now, too. They're probably following that. Honestly, one of the things that I will tell you is I think you know that my daughter works with exotic animals, and she's currently studying medicine so that she can formally treat exotic animals. Mm-hmm. And part of the reason she's doing that is because there is a massive underworld out there of exotic animals that people have. There could be somebody on your street that owns a monkey or owns something exotic that you can't have. Now, these people with 29,000 fucking pot plants out in the field didn't think anyone would think it was straight up weird that there was a kangaroo hopping in the field. <laughs> They're not indigenous to Schomburg. 
Uh, the Schomburg kangaroos are pretty impressive. If you ever see them in the wild, they're beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> and last but certainly not least, do you believe in the bro code? Either of you? Hmm. No. No. I'm just going to go with no. Because I feel like maybe Dave will say yes because he's a, a bro. I'm not, wow. Wow. Uh, will you say yes? Well, it depends, oh right? Do, do, define, do, should he define bro code and what you mean? Let me tell you the story oh, and you tell me if, yeah. if this guy broke the bro code. Situational. Let's do this. So there's a guy. He broke his cell phone and he took it to a cell phone repair place. Maybe you've seen the kiosks at the mall or maybe you've seen the store in Walmart where they repair your phones. It was one of those kind of jobbies. This was in Michigan. The guy who worked at the cell phone repair place was Manny Warda. Manny's got a TikTok account and all of a sudden has a lot more people paying attention to him because the video he posted of this on his TikTok now has two and a half million views. What happened here is Manny was working at the cell phone repair place. Guy comes in. Yeah, I'm just dropping off my phone. Can you uh, fix this for me? Great. And then he left the store. So Manny opens it up. He took the battery off the back. Looks at it, and there's a note in there with a $100 bill. The note said, please tell my wife the phone is unfixable. She wants to check the call history. The 100 bucks is yours. Thanks. Oof. So Manny here has got a choice to make. He can just take that 100 bucks. Everything is cool. Doesn't have to do any work. Doesn't have to use up any parts that he's got in stock. He can just, when the, the person comes back, say, yeah, sorry, couldn't fix it. No charge, you're on your way. And he made a cool $100 bill just for doing nothing. But instead, the guy's wife came back. She wanted to pick up that phone. Manny, and you could argue that he broke the implied bro code here. Not only did he not go along with this, he showed the wife the note and the bribe. Yes! Wow. I love this drama. <laughs> love this drama. Yeah. Can we please get this on TLC? I this sounds like a good right? show. That's a, you could do a spinoff after spinoff on this alone. Yeah. Bro Code, tonight at 9 <laughs> on TLC. <laughs> oh, boy. So, Kat, you're cheering. You love this. I love the drama of it all. Yeah. Do you love what was done? Yeah, I don't think, first of all, $100, really? Like, what, what, what's in there? I need to know more information. I wish we could know more info. I know we don't have that information, but I'd love to know what he was trying to hide. Maybe it was a call history. Maybe it was messages. I don't know. But as a stranger, just trying to do his job, you're trying to bribe him. He could lose his job if he follows through with it. Right? That's like a... What? For a hun- There's for- no code of ethics in the cell phone repair industry. Dude, <laughs> There's no Hippocratic oath. No, he could, get, he could get in trouble for that. Of course he could. For accepting a bribe on the job, of course he could. He could fake his way through it and maybe not get caught, sure. But does he care enough about that random guy? He doesn't even know the guy. And $100? Really? If you're going to bribe and it means that much to you? $100? Uh, let me give you this. Uh, and I wonder if it's the same thing. Maybe it's a false equivalency here. But Scott, if, if you uh, were parked outside of a bank... Guy comes out, you know, he's just robbed the bank. He's got a bag full of money and he hops into your passenger seat and says, I'm going to give you a hundred bucks drive. Would you do it? Mm. You wouldn't do it. Probably not. But I'm a giant pussy. Like, probably I'm afraid I'm going to get caught. He says probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. I look at it like, I, I, okay, implied bro code is a problem for me. 
First of all, I don't know you. Why, I, right? why would I? If this I, is your best friend, the scenario would be a little different. Uh, it's, it's different if there's a personal, intimate side of it. And mm-hmm. even then, I think that there's still a lot of moral questions that need to be asked by the person who's being presented that offer. But to be as some stranger, I'm like, dude, I don't, I don't want any part of your drama. And quite frankly, I don't know what you're doing to this girl. Um, why would you think just because we're the same gender that I owe you su- support of some sort? Mm. Um, I don't, for all I know, you're a giant dick and you're terrible to her. And sh- this is the proof she needs to get out of a terrible situation. So morally, I say, no, thanks. I, I don't want anything to do with your, your drama. I can't help you here, buddy. Sorry. Okay. Um, so that but, would have been the scenario you went with as opposed to showing the girl the note well, and telling, so, basically writing him out. Yeah, that's a, different, that's a different angle to it. So the diabolical side of me says, let me scroll through the phone and see if I can get some pictures of the wife and uh, see if she is interested oh, in dating. Um, after she's I, about to be yeah. single. Yeah, she's about to be single. Look so, at you. You know, so you, sometimes you got to play the angles and, and figure it out before you actually go ahead and, and execute the plan. I don't know. What do you think, Scott? (laughs) I think that even if he wanted no part of it, and I don't necessarily blame him for not wanting any part of it, he at least should have either fixed the phone, as he was contracted to do, or he should have just given the phone back and said, you know what, I'm not going to fix this phone, and not even give an explanation, just say, you got to go somewhere else to get this one fixed. I I don't think he had to actually take the fucking note and the $100 (laughs) and show it to the girl and say, look look what he did. He kept the hundy. Oh, that's awesome. (laughs) That's totally different then. Wow. Well, I mean, come on. That's the ultimate F you right there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the the guy shot his shot by saying, you know, dude, I need your help, and then this guy went, Oh, you do, do you? <laughs> that backfired. <laughs> well, I got something for you. Oh, that's wow! Yeah, like that. What a conundrum. That has so many different angles to it. Right. In in case you're wondering, the man, um, we don't know what happened between him and the girl. That part has not been disclosed. Oh, I mean, they shouldn't be together. Like, let's be real. If the if if the woman makes the guy go to get his phone fixed so she can see something on the phone that she doesn't trust him about, right off, you, you everybody knows that's a terrible relationship, right? Like, the fact that he had to go there to get his phone fixed to prove something to the woman who clearly didn't trust him and then try to offer $100 to sh- everybody shut up. There's some bigger but issues You here. guys need yeah. to break up. Yeah. You should not be together. Yeah. Well, I'm going to guess there might be some anger issues here with the guy because he is currently in police custody because he did go back to the store when he found out that the guy at the cell phone repair place, Manny, ratted him out. He went back and started yelling and throwing things, so Manny had to call the cops and get them involved. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, Manny, Manny got involved. Manny shouldn't have got involved. Mm-hmm. Manny, like you said, mm-hmm. Scott, I think Manny should have just handed the phone back and said, I can't help you, dude. Sorry. Um, you might have to go somewhere else for this. I can't do it. Yeah. You can tell that this guy had a fucking day too, right? Like to break his own <laughs> phone, to have to come up with that note, get a hundred dollar bill. Like who's even got cash right now? <laughs> hey, where do you even get this? That's amazing. Wow. The lengths All people will go to though, to cover, cover their, uh, their guilts, you know, and uh, that's, that's amazing. I love it. Anyway, <laughs> on that note, anyway. <laughs> that's it for us, guys. Have a great weekend, and don't forget to hit the subscribe button. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Can I just throw that in there? And, yes. and Scott will be giving away uh, treats at a socially distanced and respectable... A Chick-fil- you know. Chick-fil-A for everybody yeah. from Scott Fox's house. <laughs> Come get a racist sandwich. <laughs> everybody gets a waffle fry. Yeah. <laughs>